0: Hello and welcome back to the Technically F1 podcast. I am Rashad. And I'm Jack. This week we've got an action-packed episode for you. So kick back, maybe grab some light reading material, and enjoy. Hello. Uh, you're not getting out. That's nice. Wait a second, let me change my space. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you the whole time, which is very interesting, because that's not normal. Wait, 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 let me come back to my room and tell me, can you hear me now? I can hear you. Lovely. If I cut out, I can move locations. I can hear you the whole time. Oh, that's great. That means the Wi Fi fixes worked. I see. Alrighty then, lots to talk about. Uh, where did, did you we see end? any of. Oh, go ahead. Where'd we end? Um, we didn't talk about the driver market. We didn't talk about Hamilton. We didn't talk about Virtual Lama. And I think there was some other F1 news that we didn't talk about. Oh, Zach Brown's angry as well. Isn't he always angry? No, but he, he's extremely angry now. Like Lawrence Stroll levels of angry. Okay, do you want to start with the Lumo thing? Uh, sure, Virtual Lumo. Sure, uh, I have one thing to add before. Um, oh, before go ahead Mans, then. Have you seen the new Nissan engine? Uh, what car is it going to be in? I don't know, but it's like a three-cylinder engine. I'm worried. It's Eighty-eight pounds. Whoa. Yeah, 400 horsepower. Whoa. Best engine we need. How much is it going to cost? I don't know. I think it's for It's for Lamar. But that look at that turbo, Richard. That's bigger than the whole engine. Yes. <laughs> That's incredible. And you can lift that engine because it's only 88 pounds. I know. We could both lift that engine. Well, wait a minute. So so if you put two of those together, you'd have a 3-liter engine with 800 horsepower. In theory. In theory. If you put four of them together, you would have a 6-liter engine with 1,600 horsepower. In theory. In theory, yes. Say you lose about 100 horsepower in the end, you still end up with about 1,500 horsepower. From a six liter engine. That's crazy. Oh man, I'm looking at the what is the spec of a smart car's engine? Uh I think it's quite bad. I thought it was like eighty horsepower or something. I think it's barely eighty horsepower. It's not fast. Yes, I just wanna know if it's turbocharged. Um oh, I th- it is. I think it's, it's probably point nine liter. Like, wow like, three cylinder actually that produces 90 horsepower mm. it's not bad no it's not it's gently turbocharged i think that's what yeah. you'd say and it's a five-speed manual wait is it it is front wheel drive well i mean either way like it doesn't matter that much because it's like two feet difference i know but look at the um look at what the engine is it's not like, in the back almost? It's in the rear axle, and the drive shaft goes to the front axle. Yeah. that's actually kind of cool. Yeah, the weight would be really nice in that part of the distribution. I know. Whoa. That uh, will help a smart car hill climb. Hang on a minute. This exists? This is a car. I know we looked at Abarth Racing previously, but, oh, my God. That yellow one. Look at that. Why do I kind of like it? I really like it. Like um, the idea of a smart car. Yeah. You know what uh, "smart" stands for? Super mobile something something. No. Oh, uh, Swatch Mercedes Art. Does it really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, have you seen the Ford Focus? Um... A forward focus a hill climb car. I think I have. This How is new a, is it? Nissan GTR um, engine. Oh yeah, I've seen this thing. Yeah, ah, it's, it's so nice. Car. I bet that thing weighs nothing. Also, it has a shark fin, which means it's automatically a great car. You gonna build a smart car race car? That'd be actually kind of funny. Uh, we take it to PGP and we try to race the carts. Yeah, but instead of um a gently turbocharged, we supercharge it. Aggressively supercharged <laughs> a smart car? <laughs> It'd have just no trunk space? And we turbo the Supra. <laughs> sure. What if we put a Supra engine in it? I feel like that would be too much. 320 horsepower or something like that. Oh, no, I mean like a fully built one with 1,500 horsepower. Oh, yes. I don't think that'll <laughs> fit. Okay, but, like, if it took up the whole trunk, maybe? Maybe, if it was, like, a vertical. <laughs> was, like, a boxer engine, maybe, like a vertical boxer. Where would the drive shaft come out? <laughs> It'd go through, like, the cabin, I guess. You'd have the most insane set of gear reductions to make that thing work. Oh, you know, I had another idea. A gear reduction engine. I've told you about this before. I think you did, yeah. Yeah, you just have one tiny motor and a bunch of huge gears. Yeah. See, I think that would definitely work. Who knows? Maybe we power a smart car that way. I think a smart car engine would be nice to use for something. I know. What if you put a smart car engine on a bike? I feel like the bike wouldn't move. Oh, no, it wouldn't have to move because the smart car engine would move it. No, the weight distribution won't be very nice with that arrow. True. Yeah. What arrow? Exactly. I think that's the point. There's no arrow. Yeah. No downforce. Only upforce. It's kind of like um, like a starter motor, and then downforce takes the rest. Of, or not downforce. Um, the arrow takes the rest of it. It's like a Prius in a way. Yeah. Um, lost my train of thought. Uh, Lamar. Oh, I know what I wanted to say before Lamar. Drive Tribe. Oh, yes, okay, what is happening? So, it's absolutely chaotic, because when we were actually supposed to record this podcast last week, it looked as though Drive Tribe was basically going to get killed, right? Mm -hmm. Now, I've done some digging. It seems as though that was an angered employee who got fired or something Um, and it doesn't look like they're going to be stopping soon now the interesting information that had come out of that announcement was that they were losing millions of dollars which I don't think is really possible because I don't think they were spending millions of dollars but also uh, it was that it was a branding failure which again I don't think was true let me go pull up oh go ahead Okay, your research. Where did you do your research? I found the original statement and found that it was from an employee. Basically all the research I need to say. Bogus. Literally no, nothing. Well, no, the other part of it, which is that I've gone through Clarkson, Hammond, and Mays, all of their social media. I've combed it actually for deleted stuff as well. Um and again, not a single mention of Drive Tribe closing. Ah, uh, Have you seen um Jeremy Clarkson's attempt at a farm restaurant? I heard that it was basically shut down. It was. Yeah. Uh, he posted something about that on Twitter. I think he wasn't. It's short cited. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, right? If he has a well, a beef empire now because he has cows on his farm. Really? I thought he just had sheep. No, no, he bought cows now, which are like the more expensive version of sheep. That is a way of putting it. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I imagine they're more expensive than sheep. They basically have to be. Yeah, I think the chickens were the best idea, but he should have gotten like maybe four times as many as he did. I know that eggs in some cases can be valued quite highly, so... If you have enough of them, it could be profitable. Yeah, but I, it is profitable no matter what because chickens apparently only cost like 40 bucks to keep a year. So if you got like 200 chickens, you'd have pretty good egg production. I make it sound like they're an assembly line, but, um, no, pretty good egg red- production and. It's yeah. close enough to an assembly line. Exactly. Uh, another, um,. General comment. Have you seen the LaMondo? The LaMondo? The Volkswagen. Wait, wait. Let me see. Uh, Is it new? I don't really know. I think it's like a facelift on a golf. Wait. LaMondo. Let's see. Oh, I was spelling it wrong. That's my issue. Um... It is new, they say. It's debuting in China. That's not a good sign. Well, I mean, it's for the Chinese market. Right. But whenever Porsche or Volkswagen, or really any Volkswagen group brand, panders to the Chinese market, they end up selling it in the US and Europe because there's way more interest there than in China. Mm. The issue with any car in China is the taxes that the government put on buying the cars. So this better be pretty cheap for any common person to buy it in China because I think it was on what Grand Tour Three season three when they talked about how much an S class would cost in the UK versus oh, yes. the yeah, in the honky as well. Yeah, it's 800k or something like that, something outrageous, and most of it didn't work. Oh, yes, I remember that. And they were saying, um. Well, wasn't it Cadillac, uh BMW, and Mercedes? Wasn't yeah, good? they had a Cadillac, a BMW, and a Mercedes, and I think they spent about 10,000 pounds each, and then imported them for 5,000 pounds. Weirdly enough, the Cadillac was the most German of the cars. Yeah, because the other two have been used in England. <laughs> yeah, and I'm guessing the... Um... No, I was not aware of this, but did you know BMW makes similar cars in Austria? Really? Yeah, I was so disappointed when I heard that they don't even make their Z4. Actually, it's not them. They outsource well, production. Yeah, they outsource some of that stuff to, um, uh, whatchamacallit, um, spacing. Uh, Toyota, that's what I was thinking. No, no but, like this is in Austria, not Japan. Wait, wait, wait. So part of it is being built in Austria as well? The Z4 is being built oh. in Austria. That's kind of odd. I guess and they must have a production plant in Austria. They also have some cars being built in uh, North Carolina, is it? The X series, I think. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, I knew about that one, but like, so still a little disappointed about like that. Yeah, I think we can both be disappointed about that. I'm also disappointed in roof. It looks like a mutilated... Um, Porsche? It looks, not, like, it looks like a mutilated Cayman. Yeah, I don't think any roof car looks any better than a Porsche. It looks similar. It looks like the uh, CTR3 looks like it was a wide-body mutilated Cayman. Yeah, I mean, it's a shame, because Porsche make very good-looking cars, as we know, but Roof just has to come through and be like, nah, nah, let's ruin it. Okay, but these are, like, um, these are apparently nightmares to drive. Yeah, I would heard that. On paper, they're supposedly perfect with their 700 horsepower, all that stuff. Yeah, but... 723 foot-pounds torque. What I heard was that they were, um, basically undrivable. Mm, they are. Okay. And the main reason was just because of the power to weight ratio and the way that they handled. Yeah, and apparently the interior is a little underwhelming. I'm not surprised. I mean, let's be honest. They're building a. They're, they're rebuilding what Porsche did really well. Like, how are you going to improve on what's already really great? They've added power, but I think at this point it's just unsafe rather than um, more fun. Let's be honest here, Porsche cars have a long design cycle, so when something in Porsche's mind is ready to be released, that's probably the best they can do at the time. Yeah. I mean, um, wait, you're a plane person, right? Oh, yeah. So, uh, the engines, what is the uh, effectiveness of power to weight ratio like they're This thing In a plane? Yes. In terms of what an engine can do, obviously a plane's pretty aerodynamic, but... Um, they can't really fly without the engines because of their weight. I mean, really, no matter the plane. A glider is basically the only exception to it's something the, that can... The engine's power, like power... How much does it weigh and how much power does it out, put, put out? Uh, It depends on the plane. I mean... The difficulty is putting it into a horsepower number because the jets and jets do... It's I think it's... Power. No, wait, wait. Let me go. The biggest jet engine ever put on a plane is the GE, if I'm not mistaken, nine X, um, which is for the triple seven. Yeah, it is. And I guess the GE electronics. Yeah, I like Ferrari electronics. Wait. Good. So if I go GE nine X engine, yeah. So the maximum thrust, or it's what it's rated at, is um hundred and ten, uh pound-feet of thrust, uh, or 490 kilonewtons of thrust, which is quite a lot. I'd imagine. The GE90, which is its predecessor, was actually rated a, a little bit higher thrust, 115,000 pounds of thrust, but um, yeah, pretty close. I've heard like, some of those pointing engines are more efficient. like. The modern like, ones? Like, uh, yeah, the modern plane engines are more efficient than car engines. Yeah. Really, really. And yeah. the thing is, some of them are actually sacrificing um, overall power for efficiency. So, for instance, the triples, or yeah, triple seven and 787's engines are both considered high bypass, which means that a lot of air just goes through the engine and uh, through the fan blades and doesn't get combusted. Which means that they're a lot more efficient. Hmm. Also, have you seen the DTOMASO P70? Um... P72? Yeah. Oh, my favorite car. I actually like that. It's... Which yeah. color do you like, though? I kind of like the red with a brown interior. Okay, because that was the one that I really liked. I didn't like the blue one, though. Yeah, the red just looks nice. Like, it's warm. They pulled the red off really well. The gold, or I guess it's the rose gold wheels, are nice as well. um, The other car that's been growing on me, actually, just Mercedes in general, has been growing on me. Oh, that's exciting! That's a nice step. Mm. Which one though? I do love the. I think it's the C forty three. Yeah, I know. I know what you're talking about. The two door or the four door? Oh, four door. Okay, I think it's a 2018 version, though. Yeah, I think that's probably the one that I'm thinking. Yeah, I'm thinking of that one. Yeah, and it had this little white lining um on the front, like the that which i, wish I call it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just really nice. What do you think of the AMG or AMG GT four door? The is it the I wish I'm call it the. It's, it's, a door, it's a 63. Door, it's a no, it's a really stupid name for a somewhat cool car. The AMG GT four door. I like it without the wing. Oh, so what call it? GT sixty three. Yeah, it is like a GT sixty three, just four doors. GT sixty three is four doors, isn't it? Oh shoot! Yeah, wait. It's a GT63, cause it's not a G63, cause that's a G wagon. Uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of these. GT63. It's not an S63. Uh, they're beautiful. There's a lot of them in California. I heard. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I might have like. I yeah, you I told me that. It, yeah. Yeah. The uh, I don't think they do. Oh no, the stri- um, strike that they do brown leather on this car. Oh, there's this beautiful matte black one. Ooh. Like, like, I don't know. I, actually, the reason that Mercedes has grown on me is Arrow. Oh, okay. It's that Adrian Dewey effect. Kind of, yeah. See, once you went carding, you realized how important downforce is. Yes, yes, I have. And then, you're like, actually, I kind of respect the RV6. Just look at the bottom part of the... First starters, Look at the C43 AMG sedan. Yeah, massive diffuser. Yeah, on the back and in the front, like the front thing. Front arrow. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. The GT or AMG GT Black Series has also really grown on me. Is that like the ugly orange one? Uh. It might be. It's a two door. It's like an AMG GT R, but want to set the Nürburgring, uh, production record. Car, like, yeah, and stole it from my favorite Porsche. The GT2 RS, right? Yeah, but yeah, hopefully they're gonna make another version of the GT2 RS that beats it. No, I can't. I can't deal with another version of the GT2 RS. Too many already. I just like the middle one currently, like the newer, newest one. Yeah. The old one was kind of bad because they just did the exposed carbon fiber. And I prefer, like, the paint scheme with the newer one. The newer one is in the 992? I think so. It's, like, the 2012, the 2017 ones. Oh, no, no, the 991.2. Porsche has a really odd naming scheme for their... Yeah, I know what you're talking about. The one with the semi-exposed carbon. Yeah, it has, like, the really nice, like, Actually, it might be the 9... 9... Yeah, no, it's this one. It's the one with the central stripe and the body color. Yes. Yeah. yeah I like that. I like that one a lot, too. Like, it, when I'm older, I just want to have a garage that looks like a Crayola box and have multiple of these different colors just in my garage. Yeah. I would want different versions of it, like slightly different versions. So I have a, have a GT2 RS Club Sport for racing, a GT2 RS MR for close to racing but more just lap records. Uh, a normal RS YSAC package. Right, I was about to say RS YSAC, and then finally, a GT2 RS Convertible with no rear wing, also known as the Heritage Edition of. Wait, wait, wait! Let me check that one. I can't remember what. It was called Heritage. It might have just been a Carrera Heritage. Maybe instead of. No, it's a a Target Heritage. Maybe instead of a bunch of GT2RSs, I'd get one of like a bunch of Porsches. Like, the thing with Porsche is I don't like. Okay. There's so many of them that, like. Yeah. It would be hard to choose. The issue is once you buy one, you'd like to have another one. Even without buying one, I just want them all. Yeah. Like, I mean, I... it would be great to collect all of the special Porsches. I love the vintage Porsches. Oh it's my the... god, I forgot about my favorite Porsche of all time. What? The Speedster. I love the 550s, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, those are incredible. It's just so hard to find an authentic one, you know. Yeah, I think there was a r- couple of resto mods recently. Um, That's not okay, I just want to perfect restoration yeah because some of them are really horrendous with like big pirelli style wheels actually i don't even want a restoration i just want it to be like pure you know classic yeah yeah the resto mods of the 550 are horrendous Oh, it's so beautiful i'm just looking at them right now like, me too and leather interior is it just looks like a bucket essentially the bathtub thing the tub's I'm looking at the three five six speedster, which is also one of my favorite cars. Ah, oh, the outlaw. Have you seen that? I think I have. It's in black, right? Uh, I'm not really sure. I think there's multiple colors. Uh, I think silver, actually. Oh no, you're right. It is like it's a dark silver. Oh, yeah, I just like think it's silver, and I love the leather straps on it. That's like the thing. Yeah, for the hood catch. Yeah. I also love coupes more than the convertibles. Yeah. The only convertible I actually do like is the, whatchamacallit, the Targa. Oh, yeah. Because I don't like how the non coupes, the convertibles, don't keep the shape of a Porsche. Right, exactly. They should have a smooth roof line and not a convertible top. Yeah, like even the roofs have kept the, the roof line. Yeah, exactly. More or less. We should build a race car. That'd be cool, yeah. Like uh, almost like a pro car style one. Yeah, that'd be nice. I just love the style of a pro car, like a one six four. Yeah. Wait a second. I'm thinking of a hill climb car that I really liked. Uh but I'm trying to find it right now. The it smart. might have been an out. What? The smart car. No, no, it was um Oh, it was a GTR with like yeah, it, it was a front or a rear wing on the front and a rear wing on the back. Which was it? uh just like a hill climb GTR or crazy hill climb GTR. Oh yeah, it's the second thing that comes up when you search a hill climb car. Yeah. 1600 horsepower. Oh basically. yeah. But I think the ultimate hill climb car is the Volkswagen IDR. I think the ultimate hill climb car is the Rimac. Um, the one, the C one or the C two. The one that was C one. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like instead of an IDR, you could just get like a radical. Uh, yeah. Wait, wait. Is it the RXC GT right? Um, minute, RX. Yeah, I was right. It's the GT. That has the big wing, Oh, I used to play with these in Forza. They were the ultimate thing to tune up because of their crazy front rear wing arrow and the differentials that you could mess around with. What the factory five which one is There's this factory five car that looks quite good. They could be good for this. I'd even take a um, Zinger or whatever. What do you think about the zinger? I like the concept behind it, but I don't like it as a car. I don't like the back-to-back seats. It reminds me of a plane. Mm, I, like the, I like the idea. I like the AI yeah. The three D printed. I think in silver, with the right carbon fiber package, it looks pretty cool. Oh wait, there's something really- I'm still looking at hill Fun cars. Okay. And. Oh my god, some of these are beautiful like Lotus um, F one, early Lotus F one cars. Like they're just a tube with an engine fit on the back. Oh yeah. I love these. Especially like the um oh, what's his name? Spacing right uh, Jim Clark era cars. This bonum whatchamacallit thing. Wait, was this pre or post sponsorship? Have you seen the Cooper T fifty five? I have. I think that one was in silver, right? Or was it? No, wait. It's so a Cooper, green. so it's green. Yeah. British racing green. Yo, is that the Mini Cooper people? Uh, it morphed into that. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Because like Mini had their faces, their Austin Minis, though. I also love Minis. I feel like a good hill climb would be a good hill climb car. Could be the. Uh, GP JCW, GP. Yeah, I bet if you put enough arrow on that thing, it could be as competitive as GTR. This thing is like so light; it probably has a decent amount. three hundred horsepower, decently light. And they have room for a massive engine in them. Yeah, like these ones, like um, it it almost gives off like, the same vibes as like the um, the super van. Oh, yeah, the transit super van. Yeah, you just toss, a, toss an engine in the back. Right, exactly. Toss a massive engine in there and then drive shafts to the front and back, and you're good. Yeah, and then you just hope that the inertia doesn't carry the engine through the car. <laughs> at the front. That would be a pretty odd explanation to the marshals. Yeah, so I crashed. How'd you do it? Um,. My engine came through the front of my car. <laughs> It'd be a first. Exactly, that's never happened before. Knowing the marshals, they'd probably just ask people to fit their engines with uh, parachutes, so that when they come out, they just slow down, and swing down immediately. Exactly, you could use those engines as like <laughs> a safety car. Maybe help someone win the championship. Okay, that was. I think that's a little too soon. Little too soon to mention that. Yeah, because, I mean, Hamilton's not back yet. No, he's not back yet. Should we talk about that? We probably should. I think it's definitely worth talking about. Yeah. Um, earlier on, we mentioned that he hasn't confirmed anything. And I think he has been completely AWOL on all social media, right? Or is he still alive on Instagram? Let's look him up. Wait, do we have an Instagram yet? No, we don't have a specific account. Okay, we'll fix that later. Yep. Um, last one was December 11, 2021. Uh, okay, so that means that no, he has not said anything since the final race. Which was, as I'd assumed... Uh, Since he said nothing, Mercedes has announced that they're going to be announcing their car on, I believe, the eighteenth of February. Isn't the eighteenth today? No, of February, not January. Isn't there like three companies? McLaren and something else, and something else uh, doing it one day. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're doubling up again, which is going to be kind of painful because I remember last year. What? Tripling up. Tripling up, yeah. Last year, I woke up really early in the morning, made myself a strong ten minute steeped thing of Earl Grey tea, and watched them all. Wait, how'd you do that? You only started drinking strongly uh, steeped herbal grey tea thing Earl Grey tea. What happened this year? Didn't it? No, no. I I was more of an accident act because I was so tired. Yes, that happens very often. Yeah, where you leave it in there for too long and then you're like, oh, I see that for way too long. Ah, yes, that is understandable. (laughs) I think I was somewhat new to tea at that point. You should make coffee. Yeah, less easier. Oh, actually, no, you can screw that up pretty easily. How? Well, if you put too much coffee and I mean, like, that's pretty... Just to add more water. True, but what if you don't want that much coffee? Then you give it to somebody else. But who's going to want my semi-strong coffee? Okay, so... Somebody else will always want coffee. True, yeah. All right. Anyways, so... Hamilton doesn't said anything... George Russell, however, has been very active. Uh, do you know what he's been talking about? Mercedes? I have his account up right now. Oh, wait. I'm looking at McLaren right now. The MP4X. Yeah. It's nice. It has a windshield and everything, isn't it? Wait, are you looking at the Extreme E car? No. The MP4-X is not like, a formula for. Wait a minute. It's McLaren's conceptual vision for the future of motor car technology. Oh, yep. I know this one. I think they put this in iRacing, didn't they? I don't know, but it's very nice. And, uh, okay. So I know you're big into Assetto Corsa, right? Love my Assetto Corsa, yeah. And you're designing cars, right? Again, love it. So, uh, why don't you combine the two and design a car for your play? In a set of Corsa. Yes, can you like, import CAD files or something? You're right. I can. Actually, we should do one together. Yeah, we should do like a technical phone livery as well, and sell it to you listeners. Exactly. We can actually sell it as an NFT as well, because everyone seems to love those right now. Yeah, we can also sell the. Actually, we can just sell the car as an NFT, like a uh, picture of the car. Right, we can actually delivery is a separate one. We can do action shots of the car and sell those as NFTs as well. Mm -hmm. And obviously, this will all be limited and we definitely won't be profiting off it ourselves. So don't worry, your investment is safe. I'm just looking at the the partners of McLaren. When they made the MP4X, it was Honda Mobile One, Johnny Walker, and Sega Fredo. And then I just moved to the bottom of the website where it has all their partners, which include – wait, this is in a while. Yeah. Um, a Better Tomorrow. Oh, that's a vape company. <laughs> Dell Technologies. <laughs> Why do you know it's a vape company? Because uh, there was a huge, well, controversy around that because it's not actually a vape company, but it's a British American tobacco um, trying to advertise their vape company. It's just like Mission Winnow is Marlboro trying to advertise their cigarettes. Ah, uh, yes. Okay. Dark Trace. Yep. Arrow. Uh, if I've forgotten, Dell Technologies, that's in there. Um, that's so, in there. Yes. Blunk. T3. Tezos. Mm hmm. Um, it sounds like a poorly. Uh, wait, that T3 looks oddly like a B. It does. Bezos, maybe. Maybe. Then um, there's Gulf. And Stanley Black & Decker, Alteryx Analytics. Wait, wait, wait. wait, Black & Decker, they make drills, don't they? They make literally everything. They make like microwaves, um, toaster ovens. Yeah, because I think I bought a power drill from them a little while ago. My dad has had a big, uh, toaster oven from like 20 years ago. Yeah, but it's quite good because... Yeah, it actually still works. Yeah, if the drill works, the toaster works, it's a good company. It's okay, Alteryx Analytics, Coca-Cola... Oh, uh, is it, the Unilover? I don't know what they do. Uh, Richard Neal I'm just gonna call it Neil from now on. Neil, yeah. Webex by Cisco, knock off Zoom, uh, Yep. Smartsheet, Hilton, Data Robot, uh, <laughs> CNBC, Part Party Responsibly, uh That's CN. not a sponsor though. That's again, that's just I think Johnny Walker not being able to put their Alcohol advertising on the side of their car anymore q n t m pay <laughs> um,
1: quantum and, pay
0: yes sure, yes, except it doesn't have the middle letters like the vowels you know oh well, um, we'll call it quantum yeah okay and medallia um f x pro easy post it um, keeps going free fire uh uh what does that say? It's like a Bitcoin trader, I think. Oh, oh. um, Not Ethereum. Another one. It's like a bitside.com. Crypto.com? No. No, bitside.com. You know, Crypto.com is paying a lot to get their branding on F1. Yeah. It's like one of the actual F1 partners. That's crazy. This clips Clipsish. I'm just going to. I don't know. Uh, Deloitte. To the uh, immersive labs, immersive labs, man. Immersive labs <laughs> sickens. Um, we're supporting Mind Spargo Logitech, uh, Lemmy <laughs> uh, Sun God Buzz, uh, FAA. I think that says Aviation Group. Oh yeah, Asherist, Pirelli, Mazak, Machine Tools, Morelli Hub. Um, oh, they Anastasis, do spark plugs. Morelli. Yeah, because I think they're part of Magneti Morelli, which does spark plugs. Uh, Stranesis cost, hook, hook, hook it. Husky chocolate. Oh yeah, love Sweet. them. And you're going to love this next one. Actually, I love this next one. Alienware. Yep, um, Veloce Esports. Sparco Gaming. Ultimotive. Ooh, um, yeah. And then the N-Flag thingy. Okay. Yeah. Um, gonna, I think that's it. That is a long list. I mean, I told you Zach Brown was doing some good for that team. just how come the team's not winning. Again, financially, he's doing good things. He's got a lot of good deals for them. Wasn't the team like broke last year? Mm, they were broke, but then he got a ton of investment, which has some strings attached from the U.S. and Bahrain. Mm-hmm. The Bahrain stuff I'd be pretty worried about, though, because um, they're – Notably, quite quite ruthless with their finances. If something doesn't go their way or a deal isn't favored, uh, same with Abu Dhabi and Dubai. So I would be worried for them if they don't, you know, pay back whatever they're supposed to pay back. Have you seen the golf livery from last year? Yeah, the McLaren one. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I just – I've just stumbled upon the most ridiculous PC setup I've ever heard. You ready for this one? Sure. Uh, A 3970X Threadripper, right? 256 gigabytes of RAM. I didn't know that was a thing. Two uh, 3090s. Mm -hmm. Uh, A 200-watt PSU, one terabyte main drive, and an eight terabyte SSD. You have literally described either an animation thing, a Bitcoin miner, yeah, or, um, or a very elite um, gaming setup, probably like some sort of professional uh, race game thing. Sounds like cranky Yankee setup. Mm-hmm. He's seen, uh, oh god! Have you seen Bruce McLaren's car, the Shamp thing, the Spa Shamp? Um, maybe. A nice looking car. The McLaren. Why is it? Why does it keep saying that it's The McLaren Papaya. Cause that's what they call their orange. They call it papaya orange. That's fun. Yeah, very fun. Anyway, should we talk about Virtual Le Mans? Yes. Okay, so this was a bit of a tradition that they started in the pandemic. I know they'd had a semi-serious one, but now the FIA actually put this thing on. Uh, so it's a big event. Sim racers and real drivers come together, and they race together. Now, <laughs> guess how far Max Verstappen was off pole? 20 positions? Uh, time-wise. Just take a guess. seconds or 20 seconds. 0.002 seconds seconds off of pole. (laughs) Uh, He was so pissed. (laughs) Uh, I thought he was gonna burn his house down. He was so mad. Uh, There was, I mean, he just slapped the steering wheel to another dimension. Doesn't he live in Monaco? So if he burned down his house, wouldn't he burn down? Yeah, all of of Monaco, (laughs) basically. That's how architecture works there. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because it brought us the Renault Twizy. Yo, maybe we should take that engine and build a race car. Yeah. I wonder. Isn't that like a 17 horsepower? Oh, hey, have you seen that Renault uh, Twizy F1? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have. Mm, it's very nice. I feel like we've been through this cycle on the podcast before. Where we talk about very small cars? Yes, we have. We did the Fiat, we did the Smart, we did. Yeah. I think we've done the Twizy before. We did. Yes, it's a very nice car. It's an alternate to a bike. Oh, yeah. You can Twizy the same distance as a bike. Yeah. Just a little slower. Yes. Okay, so I actually have some interesting news here. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. Yarno Opmir, famous sim racer, has just made this uh, tweet. In the space of the year, the Dutchies won MXGP World Championship, Virtual 24 hours of law championship. Uh, they won an LMP2 and GTE in that. They won the Formula E World Championship, the F1 eSports World Championship, F1 World Championship, LMP2 WC Championship, LMP2 pro MWC Championship. And he says, decent year for Dutch motorsports. He's not wrong. Is the Dutch flag orange? No, there's actually no orange on it. Ah, yes. So why is Max's flag orange? Oh, it's because I think that's the color that everyone in Holland loves, because whenever there's a sporting event, it's always orange. That's the most random thing. Yeah. Also, I think it's time to talk about George Russell and what Mercedes is doing with him. Have you seen this? Basically, they're just parading him around everywhere. So he's been across the globe in the last week. He's been to Finland. He's been to a falterback. He's been to Mallorca. He's been everywhere. Isn't that what the Grand Tour did? Yeah, he's basically on a Grand Tour-style adventure with Mercedes. And they're using them as their promotional tool. So it's like Amazon with Jeremy Clarkson. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because Amazon used Jeremy for what? The Fire Stick, right? Yeah, fire they did. Stick? The Amazon Fire Stick. Ah, uh, okay. Um, it sounds like a really crappy medieval weapon, but I promise seen, it's a thing. Have you seen some of Hammond's other shows? Like um, the Great Escapist. Um, I've heard that's bad. Trash. What do you mean? That was a good show. The Great Escapist. Yes.
1: It Should is... I watch it?
0: It was something definitely. Okay, I'll have to watch that then. The one that I'm really excited for is his car restoration show. Uh... That's in the works right now, and it's you. All about his workshop, the smallest cog. Mm. I am excited for that. I started watching. Um... Richard Hammond's Crash Course. Oh, yeah. They, they had a tank in there, right? Yeah, an M- M- M1A2, I think was it. Two oh, things. I've heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. All the interesting stuff's in Texas. Yeah. Like, they have uh, the $1.2 million fire truck. Oh, yeah. And the tank. And those are the only two interesting ones. Yeah. There's also the stunt person thing. Uh in season two. Okay, stunt coordinator? No, stunt person, like as oh. like he jumped off of a bridge. Oh. <laughs> it was interesting. Yeah. They also lit him on fire. <laughs> Okay. All right. I think it's time to talk about F1. Uh, and I wait, I sent this to you a little while ago. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Um, <laughs> so it was a text from January the 10th, and it said this. Having done simulator runs, Nico Hulkenberg says the 2022 cars are pretty damn fast, and he thinks it'll be difficult to follow in dirty air. Which you means always, I've heard that one. <laughs> Everyone's talking about how it's gonna be impossible to follow in dirty air. Yes, I you, said you sent me a tweet, I think. Yeah, a tweet. Look what I texted below that. That was January tenth. That was my um definitely my greatest moment. Probably wasn't. <laughs> I'm all scared a minute. No no. And then above that. <laughs> you can't read that. I don't think we want our podcast demonetized. No, we demonetized. don't want it demonetized. Um hey, uh, oh, <laughs> the comment below. The comment below it is just out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> the John. That's the anti John right there. Which one? The comment below. Oh, yes, yes, it is. I misread it. It was four landowners, two winners. Yeah. That's not quite what it meant. (laughs) Anyways, so I think Hulkenberg's comment is worrying because, well, we've just spent all this time and money. We've put in these budget caps. We've done all of this stuff uh, in Formula One to get it to be... Be basically a level playing field, and it looks like some of that might be for nothing. Again, this is all stuff that the John Tott team managed, and I think we're going to find more and more with Mohamed Boon Suleyem that they did a lot of mismanagement in that time. Okay, um, I was just scrolling through these texts, and it reminded me of January 14th. What's wrong what? with John? Wait, let me see. Don't say it on the podcast. You will get demonetized. And John will probably get in trouble. How demonetized? Like, you will probably be... Um, oh, oh, the one about Boris Johnson? Yes. No. Yes, sure, fine. I don't care. You never texted me about Boris Johnson. All right, read the Twitter. Oh yes, okay, that one yes, but I was wondering, Mo and John said. Wait a second. The one below it. What did he say? Was this on our chat together? Uh, right under it. Just look right under it.
1: Wait, At let me o'clock.
0: search the chat. It wasn't on the my and yours and John's chat. It was just between me and you. Right below the tweet. It's right below amazing. Oh! Yikes. I don't know which one's worse. You're spelling it what John said. <laughs> well, first of all, his name is Mike Crack. Oh, not that part. The part between amazing and that. I don't have that. The one that you sent at one o'clock. Did you delete it? I don't know. You might have to send it to me. Okay. um, This is a lot of effort for something that's not going to be very funny. It's a worrying. Not funny, but worrying. Okay. Anyways, the Boris Johnson tweet was actually really funny. So I'll give the context here. Uh, What happened was a man in England. Read your text. um, What did you send it? I sent you a screenshot of it. All right. I think it would have been so bad that your phone just deleted it. Yeah, we're about to see. Oh! You're <laughs> spelling me so bad. That was very bad, yeah. <laughs> oh, that! Oh, that's horrendous. Yeah, th- luckily he said that and I didn't say that you did technically say that. Well, no, no, but luckily he was the one who said it. Okay. Well, if you know what I mean. Well, he said it, but you did not help. Oh, no, he was the one who typed it. Oh, um, maybe that's why you don't remember it. Yeah, he sent it to you. <laughs> Anyways, um... I keep seeing Landon Norris is Landon Norris a race winner? No. I just see the first thing that comes up when you search F1 is F1 champion Max Verstappen crashes in virtual car race. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone loves it. Uh, and then there's Vettel's new shirt. Oh, listen to this. So they're doing crying laughing emojis uh when they ask a question is Landon Norris a race winner? <laughs> no. Uh, is Lewis Hamilton a twenty twenty one world champion? No. Did Charles ever win a Monaco race? No. Did Daniel ever win a world championship? No. Can Lando Norris fit inters? No. Can he do what? Fit inters intermediate. Oh. <laughs> oh, Russia throwbacks. John said he was actually sad about that. Yeah, well, he's John. He likes Lando. Yeah. Uh, so we're at fifty-two minutes, meaning that we have covered nothing except for Lamar. No, we actually have to talk about Zach Brown now. Yes, because he is cool. very angry, and so is Toto Wolf. Oh. Also, we have talked about Hamilton. Yes. Okay. So wait, didn't he say that Hamilton might not come back or something? Yeah, something? Zach Brown is subtly hinting at Hamilton not coming back for another didn't season. He come out and just say it. Yeah, I think he did at one point. Uh, although I'm pretty sure if it was on Twitter, he deleted it because. Okay, no one uses Twitter anymore. No, a lot of people use it. That people do. <laughs> you were so angry in that moment about no one using Twitter that you caused Anchor to stop. <laughs> I wasn't angry, I was just alerting you to the facts. No, there's too many people to use Twitter for it to not be a thing. Yes, those are millennials, boomers, and Gen Xers. But the Gen Xers are just have accounts; so they don't actually use them. Okay, you can just ask Zach Brown. Look, here's the issue with Zach Brown saying that. Obviously, he's a Mercedes engine customer, and it seems as though Toto's tried to rally everyone he knows to say stuff about the Verstappen championship verdict. And what I think he's trying to do is pressure the FIA into making a drastic decision. I guess racer, businessman, and proud to work for McLaren Racing. Yeah. I think the biggest problem in this is the amount of people that have come out and said that a final decision is wrong in F1 when they quite frankly have no say. You know, Damon Hill has been vocal about how he thinks – this result was cheated and how it was stolen from hamilton and i'm sorry but that's just ridiculous it's a final championship decision i mean his rightful champion i say in air quotes had so much luck go his way this season that the fact that he didn't win it is basically criminal and the hamilton fans are absolutely no better i mean they're just what they say is ridiculous they're all about how the Red Bull car is faster, which is true, but they're also, I mean, cherry-picking individual things where Verstappen didn't get penalized and then completely disregarding every single time that Hamilton or Mercedes did something outrageous and should have been penalized. Wait, did you get the track that I sent you? Uh, when did you send it? I uh, like yesterday, I think, on iPad. Yeah, I did see it, the sort of round-looking one. Yeah, there's like 500 tracks within it. I know. We could do so much with that. Plus a go-kart thing somewhere around it. Oh, we have to buy that. Yes, I think it's somewhere in England. That could be a problem. Why? Sorry, I'm just looking at someone trying to destroy a Koenigsegg. Is it, it costs like £30 just to get into London. Yeah, also Ryanair flights aren't so cheap anymore, even though they're supposed to be cheap. Okay. If you look at this, there's like ovals. There's uh multiple like non ovals, multiple street tracks. Um, is that a drifting circle thing. Yeah. Um, and then there's multiple grassy circles you can lend helicopters in. Um, yeah, good stuff. Yes, my phone. I've just sent you something which is quite funny. I, right, so Mr. Wilman has. Yeah. Joined the chat. Oh, no. It's this uh, YouTube thing. I can't watch it right now, but. No, oh, no. Watch it on your phone. It's funny. It's, but then I wouldn't have audio. Are you on your phone right now? Yes, but uh, then it'll come over the. Okay, wait a minute. I don't need audio. It's worth it. Also, you don't need the audio for this. The comic seg. Yeah. <laughs> Nokia <laughs> made a car. <laughs> Duro's car and brick ground. ground it's, it's groundbreaking technology. <laughs> Wait, doesn't James Bond use a Nokia? Yeah, he does. I want to go look at the Nokia website right now and see what they're actually offering. Also... You realize Nokia makes smartphones, right? No, I want to see exactly what phone they're making right now. For consumers. Phones. We all watch No Time to Die. Right. So we know. Right, but I see one with a circular camera layout. So the X100, the G300... Nokia is really the only one who decided that they were going to use Windows. OS? Windows OS? Yes. They're like, yes, we will take the worst operating system we've got. That's a pretty bad choice, but I think they're now Android. Oh, yes. Okay. The old ones, like the Lumio. Whoa. Oh, which one? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Look at the G300. Yes. Packed with essentials, affordable 5G phone. This is actually really cool. How much is it? Take a guess. I'm going to guess roughly 200 Uh It's quite a bit more than that. I'm going to guess. I think it's like $550. Sorry. I'm going to guess. I'm still going to guess. Oh, no, it's more than that. 1000 Wait, it's not letting me buy it right now. You, see, you go to the, this thing, and you click buy from, and it won't do anything. Oh, no, you have to buy it from Walmart. Oh, wait, it's track phone. It'll be like five bucks. Five pounds, 50. <laughs> five pounds, 50. Oh, no. Nope. The first time, 200 It's yeah, It's 100, yeah, it's 200 bucks. Wait, yeah. so what's the one that costs $500? Because that's the one I'm interested in. I don't know. Because that's going to be, be twenty. Their... That's the one. That's got to be their flagship phone. And it is. It actually looks quite good. Look at that X camera thing. I know. Double like flash, TV. double lens. 128 gigabytes of internal storage. Dual SIM, six gigabytes of RAM. Android OS. It's I mean, 11. Yeah. 14. Again. They're playing around with the Nokia stereotype here, which is that it's indestructible. Like they are actually doing that, which is I think that's really cool. Actually, that they've thought about that because, well, quite frankly, that's what Nokia is known for. Well, I think there's something else. Obviously, making the brick phone, but not not that. Just not just that. We'll say. All right, fine. They're known for more than that. Seriously, though, I wonder how much a brick phone costs right now. It's the same thing that Columbia is known for. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's <laughs> $45. We're going to be the first people to talk about Nokias without <laughs> this thing. Oh, oh are we going to talk about Columbia? Well, I mean, you see, that is roughly. That's what anybody talks about when they talk about Nokia brick phones. It's, they're just burner phones. They use this different word that you use for them. Yeah, they do. They use a slightly different one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we have to buy one. A brick phone? A brick phone. Why would you even buy one? Uh, to make it our business phone. I know we can get one for free. Okay, but it'd be really funny if that was our business phone. Also – We need to pay for a SIM. Wait. You know what you should do? What? You should buy a brick phone, put on all your watches on one arm at once, and then use it along with your real phone. That would be hilarious. That would be. interesting. That would be peak drug dealer. Well, that's, that's what we weren't going to say. Oh,, sh- I've done a James May. <laughs> <laughs> and on that one, he right? went through the whole <laughs> <laughs> He went through the whole Columbia special, and he's like, at the end of it. And we haven't... We've gone through the entire thing that we haven't talked about cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) On that terrible disappointment. On that terrible disappointment, it's time to end. (laughs) It actually is time to end because it's been like an hour and a half, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had a really good podcast and I can't wait to be back next week with good Wi-Fi. It's be fun. And we're working on getting Amar back on people. Don't worry, we haven't forgotten about that. And we will get our eSports expert on our again idea. Yeah, so... Our esports expert, Mr. Lehman Sakis, is actually testing F1 2021 right now. So we'll have more to talk about when he comes back on. And in a couple of weeks, we will have an assetto course, a design concept. Yeah, and we're going to start working on that soon. Yes. All right, great, people. Thank you. Okay, people. Bye. Try.